Hello and welcome to another edition of the Solid Rock Minnesota podcast, a place to swing by for a brief moment for some stories or news and things to ponder. It's a place to take a small pause from your busy life. So grab yourself some coffee or a mug of tea or a pop, as we like to call it here in the North Country, and kick back for a moment. Take a breather. I like to cook and make meals for people. While I'm not much of a baker, I do like to try new meals and cook up the old standbys for my family. With 24 of us in the immediate family, if all of us are together, it's like cooking for an army. And while that doesn't happen every week, many of us do like to get together frequently and eat. I love my crock pot for cooking stuff in. I actually had to resort to having two crock pots when the family comes because we're just that big. And I like my huge church roaster for when it's all of us and it's a chili and cornbread feed night or spaghetti night. I'm kind of stuck in my ways for how to cook stuff. It usually consists of chopping, slicing, dicing, sautéing, and then throwing it into the crock pot and, or the oven. About a year ago, I got an Instant Pot, one of those fancy pressure-cooking, sautéing, yogurt-making machines that everyone was saying was the next best thing to the crock pot. The Instant Pot, or that machine in the corner on the counter as I called it, sat for about a year without much action. I tried rice, and, well, that was good, and it turned out just fine. It was just as easy to make it in a pot on the stove. I did try a few recipes specifically made for the Instant Pot, and what the picture looked like in the recipe and what actually came out of my Instant Pot didn't even come close to looking alike. While the photo of the recipe resembled a beautiful, golden-brown, shiny, glazed piece of pork nestled in a bed of, like, fluffy rice... Mine wound up looking more like something I emptied out of a colostomy bag back in my younger days as a nurse at the nursing home. It was kind of like globs of mushy rice clinging to a clump of half-cooked meat. It wasn't pretty. And while it tasted adequate enough, it really wasn't pretty. And the process of putting it together was way more work than it was to dig out a kettle, get out the electric skillet, and cook up the same meal, with the results being that it would look a million times more appealing. The Instant Pot, on the other hand, was supposed to make the prepping go into one lone pot and cook. But try as I might, I never can get it looking like something you'd want to eat. Even our dogs gave it a stare and walked away. But determined to become proficient at it, I muddled through a few more recipes and tried to make it work. I'd throw the stuff in the pot, set it to cook, put the pressure release thingy to pressure cook, and stand back to watch. And nine times out of ten, nothing happened the first few minutes. I would hear it gurgle a little and steam would start to rise out of the release valve, even though it was not set to release. So I'd fiddle with the valve thing to make it stop steaming, and eventually it would stop. But I just recently read and found out that it's supposed to give off a little steam before it settles down and holds the steam in. So after the minutes went by, that was supposed to magically cook the ingredients, the timer went off. Now for the scalding. I have yet to figure out how to release all that steam without scalding my hand or, worse yet, steaming my cabinets and wrecking the finish on them. I have never had so much fear in cooking in my life as I do using this instant pot when it's time to release the pressure. So it went back to its corner on the counter for a few more months until my son showed me his air fryer. 
He made stuff like fried pickles, onion rings, fries. They all tasted great and much less oil was used, I'm sure. It had to be healthier. I saw a YouTube posting about how Instant Pots now can be used as an air fryer. All that was needed was an air fryer lid for the thing that sits on the corner in my counter. I love Amazon because if you don't like it, you return it. So, not a huge amount of money if it doesn't work out. I went and ordered the air fryer lid. It came, and I've tried a few things with it so far. Chicken wings turned out good, but I could have set them on a sheet and popped them in the oven. Onion rings, the batter came off the onions, and they were mushy. I'm convinced I'll never find an onion ring compared to the ones I got as a kid from Porky's in St. Paul. Nothing will ever compare to them. And I am continuously let down every time I try onion rings from a different place. Air fried apple slices were good, but again, could have made a ton more just by using a cookie sheet. It actually took more time doing it in the air fryer instead of putting it on a cookie sheet. I wound up doing four batches in the air fryer to get the same amount as on one cookie sheet. I've watched a bunch of YouTube videos on how to use the Instant Pot and how to use the air fryer part of it. And while the directions are great, mine still always looks like something from a 1940s military rations bag. I'm thinking I just am not cut out for cooking simply with the Instant Pot. I'd rather dig out the pots and pans and do it the old-fashioned way. After all, I have a great better half that cleans up the kitchen after the tornado, as he refers to me, tears through it. You've been listening to the podcast of Solid Rock, Minnesota. We're honored and happy you've taken the time from your busy day to give us a listen. If you've enjoyed spending a few minutes with us, please tell your family and friends to stop by and check us out. Feel free to leave a comment here and subscribe to the Solid Rock, Minnesota podcast. You can also stop by and visit our website at www.solidrockminnesota.com. And don't forget about our Minnesota postcard campaign. When we receive your message and address, we'll send you an official, authentic Minnesota postcard, personally addressed to you from Solid Rock, Minnesota. It's just a chance for us to connect on a personal level with each one of you that's been listening to our podcast this year. There's absolutely no strings attached. We will not send any solicitation or requests for donations, or we won't even keep your address if you don't want to stay in touch with us. You decide what you want to do. We will just send you a Minnesota postcard with a USA stamp and delete your address. We are trying to hear from our listeners around the world. Just message us here or on the Solid Rock Minnesota website at www.solidrockminnesota.com. Until next time, may you be surrounded with life, laughter, family, and friends, people that truly know you. Many blessings, everyone.